Can you market a payment processing service using a podcast? We're about to meet Alan Grego from Canada, who's done just that and won an award for it. Worldwide, brands are engaging with customers through podcasts. These are the stories behind outstanding brand podcasts, so you can listen, learn, and be inspired by the best. These are the award winners from DustPod.io. My name is Dusty Rhodes, and you're welcome to our podcast today. Moneris is a fintech company founded jointly by the Royal Bank of Canada and the Bank of Montreal. In Canada, when you swipe or tap your credit card, it's most likely a Moneris terminal which will process the payment. The brand is always looking to grow, and local businesses from restaurants to stores is a growth area for them. To reach that audience, their Emerging Channels communication manager, Alan Grego, began a new podcast called Yes, We Are Open. The impact of a podcast, you're in somebody's ear for a certain amount of time. They're actively listening. They're listening because they're interested in what you're ha- having to say. So we're getting a very niche audience, but that's good. I mean, everyone's looking for that targeted audience to market to. In our award winners podcast today, Alan shares why the podcast worked for Moneris, the challenge of getting guests, and how he successfully marketed the podcast. So let's get into our conversation with Alan, starting with him outlining the brand message that he was trying to get across. I'm sure that your audience is very familiar with the, you know, the concept of a branded podcast. And so there's different kind of reasons for why a company starts a podcast. And so hence I start, I had to, we had to have a strategy going in. I produced two shows for Moneris and they both have very different goals. One's called Shop Talk, and that's kind of our thought leadership show in terms of, you know, since we are the leading uh, payment processor in Canada, we should be leading a lot of those conversations in terms of what the latest technology is, what the latest trends are, and and do that. So that's what Shop Talk is. Yes, we were open. We just wanted to shine a spotlight on our merchants. So because we're a payment processor, our clients are other businesses. And a big part of that are the small businesses, the restaurants, the bars, the the artisans selling their their wear in the market. You know, Uh, that's... Who, who our customers are. So we wanted to create a show that would go out, find, you know, some interesting stories, tell their stories of uh, origin, of struggle and of perseverance, and then how they came out of it and what their future outlook looks like. And uh, that's, yes, we were open. So it's very uh, business to business targeted. Why did you think a podcast format in particular would work well here? Basically, a podcast allows your business to have a personality beyond what we do. It allows us to kind of show behind the curtain, okay, this is what our company is about. And and this is why we love doing what we do. And this is how we support our, our customers. Uh, I try to do it in a non-salesy way with Yes, We Are Open. Uh, you barely hear me say mention the, the name of the company in the podcast. I mean, there's an ad break in the, in the middle, which does that for us. For the most part, I do ask the question of all of our businesses, you know, is there anything in particular that Meneers did to help you through this trying time? Sometimes there is, sometimes it was just business as usual and we just kept the lights on and that was fine. And so there's nothing to say there. But other than that, it's all about them. The more genuine I am about listening to their story and the listener gets their story, it shows our personality as a business. This is what we're trying to do for our customers. And here is an example from Yes, We Are Open of how Alan lets his customers shine and sound their best, resonating with the listener. 
every time we get feedback from people it, it means the world honestly yeah. like we sometimes we that's one of my favorite things to do is to come here and talk to the customers and they're like they're like oh my god the vibe in here it's just so and we're like this is exactly <laughs> what we wanted exactly that so yeah it and we're super proud and like we know my my dad is kind of shining on us we feel mm. him here all the time and my mom just this morning she's like your father would be so proud of you guys just this morning she said that Nikki and Renee is sugar cane open? yes, yes we're, we're open, open. <laughs> Alan knew the podcast idea would work because of an earlier experience he had while working at HR in Monaris one of the things if anyone's in corporate training is letting people know in the company opportunities there are for development in the company. One of the biggest questions, and whenever you do your year-end surveys, one of the questions that always has the lowest <laughs> score is, do you feel like you have enough development opportunities in this company? And in HR, we're always pulling our hair out going, we have so many development opportunities, but no one knows about it. So I started this bi-weekly thing called the Moneris Minute, where I was just saying, hey, this is what's happening right now. You can, if you want to learn about this, you can check this out. We're doing this. We have this going on, blah, blah, blah. So fast forward a couple of years of doing that and actually, you know, getting some good traction and our chief sales and marketing officer, I was interviewing him for something, an internal podcast. And when we were done, we started chatting and he said, you know, we're thinking about, you know, doing something for Moneris, like a podcast strategy for Moneris. And I'm thinking, oh, he's asking me if I know of any good, you know, companies or whatever that I can refer him to say, oh yeah, we can, you know, I can connect us with a few. He said, well, what about you? <laughs> and I'm Oh, oh, okay, sure. And, and I'm like, I've never done it before, like, you know, and in, in, to that scale before. And they say, yeah, but I find that if, you, if I hire people with the passion to do something, the results will, will, will be good. So listen, you, you got the podcast together and you had your ideas of how you wanted to do it and you love the storytelling side of things. Tell me your process for finding guests and people to interview on the podcasts. So Thought Leadership Podcast, that's easy because we have partners that we work with. We have partnerships with Visa, MasterCard, all the big players are all our partners. So uh, we have people on from our partners all the time. Yes, we are open. We have to find, you know, small Canadian businesses that are Moneris merchants. And you would think that I could just dip into a database somewhere and do a search. I, I really can't. But, you know, I managed to get, you know, eight a season and we've been so far so good. And the stories I've been able to tell, most of them have been really interesting. Some of them have been very personal, but I think all of them are motivating and have some kind of a lesson to be learned that a, an entrepreneur can maybe learn from. What do people say to you when you first ask them to come on the podcast? What's the reaction? Uh, at first, I thought it was going to be easy to get people to talk about their businesses, but it turns out they're really busy running their businesses. So <laughs> it's, um, you know, it's been a challenge, but, but you know, not a, a bad challenge. So, so what has worked for you then to turn them around and get them to say yes? Well, first, I have to assure them that it doesn't, it's not going to cost them a thing. Uh, then I, I tell them, you know, it's a Canada wide show, like you'll be heard all over the country and it's good publicity. I mean, in some cases, that doesn't matter if, it, if it's somebody who's just selling I did a I did a story of a lady who sells homemade dog biscuits in a you know a local market. She doesn't care if somebody in Vancouver knows about her business in Kingston, but it's still a very interesting story, and she she was happy to tell it. So you have to appeal to those people who want to tell their story, and then you have to actually tell their story and, and try to be as authentic as possible when telling it. Do you have one or two favorites that you can describe? One that always stands out because it wasn't pandemic related. I, I visited this uh, town in Saskatchewan and it was a, a family run electrical contractor. 
It was about to be a third generation business. The grandfather started it. The father is now running it. And the son is, is being basically groomed to take it over. Before the interviews can start, I get to witness some of the day-to-day business that happens at Saunders Electric. Someone drops off an electric motor for repair. Don Jr. receives it, but the conversation quickly turns to the year's potato crop yield. You immediately get the sense that Saunders Electric isn't just a business in Prince Albert. It's part of the fabric that makes up the community. And this level of comfort and trust is well earned from 65 years of family tradition, as we're about to learn. Stories like that really hit home because, you know, Yes, We Are Open isn't just a business podcast. It's a storytelling podcast. I think that opens us up to a a different audience as well, which is kind of bearing out here with our numbers and stuff. We're getting good traction in the business section, but we are also getting, you know, people who like listening to good stories listening. So uh, that one there stands out as one that I really enjoyed. Still to come on the Award Winners Podcast, we'll hear how Alan successfully marketed the podcast to grow the audience and how Moneris measures the success of the show. If you feel a brand podcast could work for you, here are three simple things you can do today to get started. One, visit our website to get more information and guides on how podcasts work specifically for brands, along with lots more examples of award-winning brand podcasts to inspire you. Two, you can call us with your questions and we're happy to help. Three, you could consider working with us, so you do all the fun stuff and we do everything else. Find that information on our website at dustpod.io. Back to our conversation with Alan Grego, the Emerging Channels Communication Manager with Moneris in Canada. Like many successful podcasts, it took Yes, We Are Open a little time to grow, but the investment was worth it. Alan describes the launch, how he promoted the podcast, and how it has grown in stages. The first year we started with our, our usual channels of, of organic social and paid social and stuff like we already have those channels in place for the rest of the company. So we use some of that to launch season one. And we also advertise on a local podcast called Toronto Mike, who's got a big listenership. And we thought, you know, we got to fish where the fish are. If you want to uh, uh, advertise a podcast, you should probably be advertising on other podcasts. So that was the first year. And, and it, it, you know, it was it was okay. Like it, it helped us launch and the numbers were okay. Uh, the following year, we, we put some money behind it and we got somebody, you know, a consultant to come in and help us figure out, okay, these are the shows you want to advertise on. And we gave her a budget and she helped us kind of figure that out. And that's when it really, yeah, w- when you did that, you saw a huge jump uh, in, in listenership. And I think that's also what helped us, you know, with the award in season three was the strength and numbers of the season two, because then we were also appearing on the charts, uh, you know, and a lot of that. So it's all momentum, right? You launch, you know, you get a few listeners, but the, the more the more listeners you get and the higher you rank on the charts, the becomes a bit of a, a, a feedback loop, right? And snowball. And it really helped for season two. And then uh, you got the award and that helped even more because now we can say we're an award-winning podcast and uh, you should listen to us. And uh, yeah, we've been kind of going with that. Uh, now we're headed into, well, I'm going to start producing season five, which will come out in the fall. How do you measure the success of the podcast? Podcasting is a, based on a, an open standard RSS, right? 
because of that, it's really hard to measure anything but downloads. You, you got closed systems like Spotify and like Apple that can kind of tell you how much of the, the episode is being listened to, you know, good number around 70 to 75% of the episode if they're listening to that. Um, but yeah, the biggest me- metrics are those. But then we also get, you know, a lot of traffic being driven to our site because at the end we do say, hey, check out Moneris.com for more information on whatever, you know, there's all that stuff that happens. So as far as like what I'm doing for Moneris, yeah, my measures are, you know, how much traffic am I directing to the site? We, we are getting some, some people, you know, switching to Moneris because they want to be on the podcast. We've had a few of those too. So that's been interesting. And who knows what kind of loyalty we're getting from the ones who, who we featured, who may be staying, you know, so there's a lot of that, right? So a happy byproduct has been that we've had a few people switching over because they've wanted to be on the podcast. So that's, that's a happy. Um, so is that people who have become clients of Moneris because they wanted to become, uh, get on the podcast? Yeah, there's been a couple of those. I've had a few, um, you know, hey, I love the podcast. Uh, yeah. Love to be on it. I'm saying, that's mm. great. Uh, are you a Moneris merchant? And I'm like, no. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, you know, <laughs> let me know when you are and, and we can talk. So, <laughs> Has the podcast had any impact in any other way? Yeah. I mean, the other one, the, the Thought Leadership Podcast, our partners love being on it. <laughs> so every month I'm planning the next month uh, and, and I'm asking our partnership team, hey, who wants to be on this? Like, what are we talking about? Who wants to be on? And at least two or three of them, like, they're asking when they can be on again. Right. And we're trying to now we're trying to manage them saying, OK, well, we can't have this bank on too many times because then this bank will be unhappy or, or whatever. Be. So there's a bit of, you know, management happening there. So from that end, yeah. So we're, we're, we're getting a lot of really great traction from from our partners on that one. Yes, we were open. It's showing off the personality of the company. And what I've heard anecdotally, and because I used to be in HR, I, I, I still talk to, to those people. A lot of the people we're hiring are like, oh, yeah, we know all about Moneris because we've heard some of your podcasts. So that's been nice, you know, to be able to, they, they can come in and feel like they, they know a little bit about the culture of the company because they've listened to our show. For Moneris, a branded podcast has given the business a personality beyond what they do and won them several new clients. Alan has done this by shining a light on Moneris's own customers and promoting the podcast through social and paid ads in other podcasts. Each year, as it gets bigger and bigger, it's also won them several podcasting and marketing awards in Canada. For any marketers thinking of launching their own brand podcast, Alan has the following advice. Find a way to represent your company without it being a sales pitch, because why would anyone voluntarily tune into a 20, 30, one hour long commercial for your company? They wouldn't find a way to entertain or educate. So provide some kind of value. Find out what kind of audience you want and what size audience you want and be good with it. Find your niche and try to just stand out in your niche. So we're, you know, we found our niche. We're, we're Canadian and we're, we're a business podcast. And so we, we try to stand out in that niche and, uh, and, and be as good as you can with that. Just one small correction for you there, uh, Alan. We're mm. a business podcast. We're an award-winning business podcast. Remember that, okay? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Alan Grego from Yes, We Are Open. Thank you so much for chatting with us today. Thank you so much, Dustin. If you would like to listen to Moneris's Yes, We Are Open or Shop Talk, the second thought leadership podcast Alan mentioned, you'll find links in the show notes on your podcast player right now. Our thanks to Alan for sharing the challenges he faced and the solutions that he found worked in getting guests to marketing the show. For more information on creating brand podcasts, remember you'll find great resources on our website, 
You can also arrange a call to chat about how a podcast could work for your brand specifically, or you could consider working with us so you do the fun stuff and we do everything else. Until our next award winners podcast from myself, Dusty Rhodes, thank you for listening. The Award Winners is a DustPod production from DustPod.io.